0: Welcome to Genesis Life Center. Our vision statement is every destiny has a beginning. We are a ministry called to encourage and inspire the body of Christ to use their gifts and talents to do work of the ministry wherever they are called to. Our mission is to provide individuals with the tools to become agents of change and messengers of God. Our motto is you are not an accident waiting to happen, but a destiny being fulfilled. Our pastors are Ben and D. Adekubi, We are here in person and online. Just look up Genesis Life Center and join in every Sunday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time.
1: I was getting to a point. Thank you, Jesus. I was getting to a point where I don't really uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted to worship uh, if I wanted to preach or not because the way uh, Kennedy and the voices of Judah were they were carrying on I was thinking we may continue to worship but I sense the presence of the Lord for healing how many are ready for the word today so children uh, children if you're ready to go for Sunday school praise God Children for Sunday School, we release you for Sunday School, and we go straight into the Word. As you can tell, Pastor D's not here. So I think you get the next best thing. Amen. Praise God. You get the second best, but I promise to represent properly. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. How many were blessed by the Word last week? can tell us what the word was what 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 we were teaching on we said victory through sound amen but today we're gonna go a step further thank you Jesus why don't we open our Bibles to 1st Chronicles chapter 12 very popular scripture 1st Chronicles chapter 12 we'll be going into verse 32 thank you Jesus first Chronicles chapter 12 verse 32 I remember saying to us last week that your future is in God's past amen your future is in God's past before the foundations of the world, your future existed. Glory be to God. So the enemy can do nothing about it. First Chronicles chapter twelve from verse thirty-two. It says, I'm reading from the New American Standard Version of the Bible. It says, Of the sons of Issachar, men who understood the times, with knowledge of what Israel should do. Their chiefs were two hundred, and all their kinsmen were at all their kinsmen, just go back, I think I just missed the line there praise God of the sons of Issachar, men who understood the times with knowledge of what Israel should do, their chiefs were 200 and all their kinsmen were at their command this is a very uh, very uh, common scripture people quote it and we talk about times and seasons and how many of us know that we're almost at the end of this pandemic oh I wish I had a witness in the house of God you know Bible says "Weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning you see uh, you, you can do all you can at night but you can never stop the morning from coming glory be to God so we look at this our scripture And today I'm gonna be just in a few moments just talking on what I've entitled It's When Not If. Come on. What did I say? Repeat after we say it's when when. not if. if. Come on, say it's when, when. not not if. So we look at this scripture here, it's talking about the sons of Issachar who had an understanding of the times. To know what Israel ought to do where did this come about if you only have to go to quickly go to verse 1 and 2 for me quickly you just need to have an understanding where that came from he was talking about the mighty men of David the mighty men of David that were going to that helped David uh, survive in Ziklag remember David was a, was living as a fugitive he became the enemy of the state glory be to god and there's some people under the sound of my voice whether they're online watching me right now uh out of the fault of which is not yours uh you've become an enemy of the state some people don't like you because of what they heard about you some people don't like you because of the first impressions they have about you glory be to god but there's some certain things that will help us survive in those periods glory be to god And so the bible says in verse one of first chronicles chapter 12 he says now these are the ones who came to david at ziklag now ziklag was a place where uh david had as a refuge it was given to him by the king achish of philistine after david was escaping from his father-in-law saul you know and so this was a place where he was living And the Bible says uh, these are the ones who came to David at Ziklag while he was still restricted because of Saul the son of Kish and they were among the mighty men who helped him in war Uh, we're about to come out of this season I know it's not a question of if it's a question of when glory be to God and we need to understand as children of God the world may be walking in fear But we know it's a question of when, not if. Glory be to God. Uh, You know, when you're not prepared for your season, uh, uh, the Bible says when when the Lord turned their captivity around, it was like to them as if it was a dream. And today we're going to be looking at seasons and times, but in the sense of when and not if. Glory be to God. He says, and the sons of the sons of Issachar, who had an understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do of the sons of Issachar who had an in so one of the things that we need to understand as we are coming out of one season amen you see one season the end of one season signifies the beginning of another season but one of the things that we don't understand about season is one season prepares you for the next season Now, according to isaiah chapter 43 verse 19 he says behold i do a new thing would you not be aware of it in other words would you understand the season that you're in glory be to god so one of the things that's going to help us as we get into a new season you know I've heard terms like the new normal and I talked about that last week and you know uh, it may be a new normal to some people maybe something else but what we need to understand that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forevermore so we're gonna be looking at just a few things that will help us uh, when we move into a new season the first thing that we need to understand is that season has to do with when not if You can never go for a season where you say i hope winter is not going to come i've been dreaming that dream since i moved to canada for the past 16 years that winter would never come and you know how many of us knew that january this year it looked quite good we had a warm january and i just as i was about to praise the lord then february came and then we went through that minus 37. i remember telling my brother we were having a conversation and he was asking what the temperature was and I said oh it's quite warm and I said it's quite warm today it's minus 17 glory be to God and then he asked me and then we carried on with the conversation and he says what did you just say I said uh, I was talking about says no, no no what did you say before that I said the temperature is minus 17 and it's quite warm and he said that's what I thought you said he couldn't comprehend how minus 17 can be warm glory be to God But you know the thing about the Canadian spirit is uh, no matter what the season comes they just learn how to get on with it glory be to God but it's very it's very important for us to understand something about a season Uh, we need to understand something about a season that season uh, seasons guarantee change come on say to your neighbors a seasons guarantee change glory be to God seasons guarantee change dr. Miles Monroe says something along those lines says seasons guarantee change and one thing you've got to understand is that as we enter into a new season change is guaranteed but what side of change do you want to be on the next thing about seasons is that seasons give hope seasons give hope The other thing that we need to understand about seasons—that nothing remains the same, everything is continuously evolving—and seasons are always temporary. I'm going to repeat those four things again to us. Seasons guarantee change. Uh, I didn't originate this. This uh, was—I'm just quoting uh, the late Dr. Miles Monroe. Says seasons guarantee change seasons give hope nothing remains the same and seasons are always temporary now when when David was in Ziklag he had to recruit that well he didn't recruit them they just joined him the sons of Issachar and they had an understanding of the times in other words they understood that seasons guarantee change they understood that whatever position they find themselves is just temporary glory be to God because it always has an expiry date thank you Jesus and so we look at some people in the Bible you see when we look at seasons in Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 it says uh, while the earth remains seed time and harvest winter and cold day and night will not cease as long as the earth remains so when we are in the the, this life when we are on our journey of life what we need the most is not the weapons of warfare what we need the most is to have an understanding of the times to know what we need to do and I want to say to somebody as we are coming to the end of the season of pandemic uh, what do you think you need to do glory be to God Amen. what do you think you need to do the so first thing you have to have an understanding of the times understanding is so important that Proverbs 4 verse 7 says it wisdom is the principal thing but in all you're getting get an understanding know Proverbs 24 verse 3 and 4 says by wisdom a house is built by understanding it is established and by knowledge it is filled with precious gifts we know that during the winter that is not the time to wear your bikini I'm not saying that I have one the devil is a liar you know and you know that now everybody is putting away their winter coats because you know what to do glory be to God this is the time to start the other day I was uh, cutting the grass in our back garden and the front garden having an an illusion that I can plant a garden but that's never going to happen but we'll leave that alone for another time seasons informs us of what actions we need to take. Seasons informs us of, of what actions we need to take. And what I'm asking you is what action do you need to take in this new season that we're getting in? What are the things that you need to take? We need to understand this that we're not here by accident. We need to understand this that we have a purpose. Speaking of purpose, the Bible says all things work together Romans 8:28 all things work together for to, for those who love the Lord to them who are called according to his purpose. Do you realize that seasons including those things? The seasons and the times are included in those things. So God orchestrated the seasons to work for your good because you have a purpose. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm not an accident waiting to happen, but a destiny being fulfilled. It says all things. I want to give you something so deep and I've said it so much about the word all. The word all is all no matter how greek how much greek you learn about it the word all means all it means everything that happens to us even the pandemic that we went through that we're going through uh works together for good in our lives glory be to god now let's just take a look at people when it comes to seasons you see seasons we're looking at the winter and the summer but we also know that seasons In our lives are events every event is a season in our life because they have the same things every event brings about a change every event is temporary every event guarantees change every event glory be to God gives hope thank you Jesus So we look at David. And the first thing I want to ask you in the season of change, what have you discovered about yourself? In the midst of this pandemic, what have you discovered? Because what a season. Every event that happens in our life gets us to discover something about ourselves. But the problem with us is that because we don't have an understanding of the times we concentrate on the problem rather than look at what have we discovered about ourselves so david has always been a shepherd boy glory be to god has always been a shepherd boy but an event happened that te- that began a season in his life but he discovered something about himself while he was in a season that prepared him for a se- for another season in his life. The Bible says he was a shepherd boy, and you know the story when he uh, had uh, when he saw Goliath threatening the army of the Lord. Uh, the, when he was a shepherd boy, there was something that was that he discovered about himself. While others were running away from Goliath and hiding, when Goliath comes out to threaten the army, he went facing Goliath because he discovered something about himself in the midst of the season that he was. A season where he was a shepherd boy, a season where he was ignored, a season where he was not was thought of. Remember, Samuel was going to anoint a king and they even forgotten about him. They already, see Samuel already saw, uh, saw, uh, six of the sons of Jesse, he saw Eliab, he saw the other ones and said, this must be the king of God. He says, I have not anointed this person. Glory be to God. Uh, and, and they said, is there not one more son? He was totally forgotten about. They literally had to get him and bring him. And then they realized this was the Lord's anointed. But there was something that David discovered about himself. When he was about to face Goliath, it was just one day, he was going to give bread to his, to his brothers who are in the, in, in the war. And then he saw Goliath and he said to himself, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that has come to defy the army of the Lord? why did he come to that point how did he come to that point where did he get that boldness from he discovered that boldness while he was hiding in the bush being a shepherd boy and we see it in his testimony he says a bear came and a lion came to steal the sheep and he and he draw he held the lion by his beard and killed the lion and the bear and he said this same goliath will be the same as the bear and the lion Why? Because while he was in hiding, he discovered courage. Ladies and gentlemen, what have you discovered about yourself in whatever season you find yourself in? (sighs) Listen, the greatest weapon of warfare that you have is knowledge about yourself. In the midst of this pandemic, you've been laid off from work, and there's been so much uncertainty. What have you discovered about yourself? talking to a group of people the other day and i said you spend so much time working on conspiracy theories this one wants to kill me this one wants to put a chip in my body that one is trying to reset everything and there's coming out and from 5g to the other but what have you discovered about yourself because what you know about yourself is preparing you for the next season And though therefore in Isaiah 43 verse 19 he was saying to the to the Israelites he says behold I am doing a new thing and you can't key into the new thing if you are not prepared for the new thing David discovered something about himself glory be to God he discovered something unique about himself. While while others were running, he was going too. What about Joseph? What did Joseph discover about himself? Joseph knew he had a purpose. Glory be to God. But he shared his dream with his own people. And they hated him for it. How many of you know that was a season in his life? What did Joseph discover about himself in that season? I mean, by all accounts, but of all intents and purposes, we would understand if Joseph was living in today's world, he would be a messed up child. Because he was only but a teenager. His own brothers wanted to kill him and by the providence of God instead of killing him they put him into a pit and then, he, and then some people were oh let me tell you something nothing just happens because you have a purpose God is always at work they wanted to kill him but God showed up by putting an idea in one of his brother's mind to put him in a pit and he would have died there because he was in a desert place but it just so happens that some Ishmaelites were passing by And they saved him. That was a season. He ended up working for Potiphar when he thought that things were going up fine. Things were going good. All of a sudden, Potiphar's wife was hitting on him. What did Joseph discover about himself? He was doing a good thing, but he ended up in jail. How many of us have tried to do the right thing, but it looks like the right thing is not working out for you? He ended up in jail. What did Joseph discover about himself? Even while he was in jail, the Bible says, Ah, uh, you know, he was blessed. It's so much that the, 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 the head of the jail made him like a subhead. And he was interpreting dreams and doing all kinds of stuff. And then he interpreted a dream and he, and he asked the, the, the baker, please, when you get free, don't forget me. And exactly what he was scared of happening, happened. The man forgot him for two years. What did Joseph discover? about himself he discovered that integrity will make room for you oh glory be to god in the midst of the season that you're in what have you discovered about yourself he discovered that if i have suffered this much i will not compromise my integrity to get ahead in life the sons of Issachar who had an understanding of the times to know what Israel had to do what about Elisha Elisha was a businessman the Bible says God spoke to Elijah to anoint Elisha to become to, to, to take over from him but he never told Elisha all of a sudden Elisha was just doing his business and Elijah walked past him and hit him with his cloak and he left everything and followed Elijah Elijah but not only that God gave me gave him an inclination that Elijah was going to be taken away from him but every step of the way Elijah would tell him wait here says no I'm not waiting I'm coming with you What did Elisha discover about himself? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to prompt us right now to begin to look in the midst of whatever season you find yourself in. In the midst of whatever place you find yourself in, what have you discovered about yourself? Because in you is a blessing to the whole world. if there was no need for you you won't be existing right now if there was no need for you you wouldn't be going through this pandemic and still be surviving i never thought in my lifetime i would experience a pandemic as such as this but why am i alive at this point why did some people go through the disease and die and why did some people go through the disease and are surviving till today can i tell you something whenever you're going through a season whether good or bad the first thing you must not do is blame somebody because when you point the finger at other people you forget to understand who you are in the midst god uses an event to bring out something in on the inside of you that you're gonna need for where he's taking you Elisha was following and elijah kept on telling him wait here wait here wait here but there was something that elijah elisha discovered about himself Or he discovered about understanding the seasons and times was that only those who are stubborn and persistent are the ones who are going to take advantage of their season. After he told him, even the sons of the prophet told him, they told him, do you know that Elijah is going to be taken away from you today? He said, hold your peace. about Jacob Jacob was called to be a leader but because of tradition he thought he'll never be a leader that's why he was deceiving his brother to get his birthright. And so he was living a life of robbing Peter to pay Paul. What was Jacob experiencing when he went to Laban, his uncle, after escaping from Esau? What was God trying to get him to discover about himself? He went to Laban. He wanted Rachel. He got Leah. He ended up having four wives. Glory be to God. God, get I mean, he got double for his trouble, four wives. But on his way back, he had an encounter with God, and the Bible says he wrestled with God, but he moved from the place of wrestling with God to the place of holding on to God you know sometimes when we go through a season in our life it is time for us to start wrestling with God you know when we're wrestling with God we're wrestling with our own will I'm gonna do it this way and the Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man but the end of it thank you Jesus I hope somebody's been blessed today you want to ask yourself this question. What is it that I need to discover about myself? Uh, I think it was Dr. Mike Murdoch who said this. Those who create the pain of today do not control the pleasures of tomorrow. I'll say that one more time. Those who create the pain of today do not control the pleasures of tomorrow. The pandemic may have caused created a pain for today, but it does not control the pleasures of tomorrow. What do you, what, what have you discovered about yourself? Uh, for those of us who are married, what have you discovered about your spouse? Because now you're forced to spend so much time than before. Somebody say, understanding the seasons and understanding the times. When you know that a season is is when, not if. So if means probably. But when you understand seasons are when, you know it's a definite, then you're prepared, you begin to prepare for the next season. And while you're preparing for the next season, you're learning the lessons that you need to learn in this season. So I want to ask you this question what are the lessons you are learning about this season what are the lessons you are learning about yourself when you've been betrayed what are the lessons you've learned about your that God wants you to learn about yourself when you've been disappointed what are the lessons when people have left you hanging somebody say understanding the times understanding the seasons it will be a waste of life if we just wait for this pandemic to go and say hallelujah then it's a it's been a wasted life thank you jesus what are you discovering about yourself Understanding the times and seasons is to understand where you are, what you know about yourself. He says, Of the sons of Issachar, who had an understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. That gives me two things to, to look at there. If you don't understand the times, you don't know what to do. If you don't understand the season, you don't know what to do. If you do, if you do, if you, if you understand the season, you're probably doing the wrong thing at the wrong season. Second point I want to make here. What have you discovered about God in terms of you? You see, without God, I think it was John Wesley who said this. He says, without God, man cannot. But without man, God will not. He says, without man, without God, man cannot. But without God, without man, God will not. So that means you're very important to God. I've got news for somebody today. You matter to God. You're very important to God. Because God wants to amplify his voice through your life and through you. That makes the seasons that you're going through in life worth it. Thank you, Jesus. We're almost there. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to give us, as I round up here, I'm going to give us five to six things that we need to do to prepare us for our next season and as well take advantage of the season that we're in number one don't be double-minded do not be double-minded when you are double-minded you second-guess yourself how many of us have tried to do something how many of us have tried to do something and then all of a sudden we think about it and we say oh maybe not maybe not and then somebody will say something again and say okay i'm gonna do it and then you say maybe not you know what the Bible says about people who are double-minded who second-guess themselves he says they can never receive anything of God in James chapter 1 so what will stop you from being double-minded is knowing your calling knowing who you are knowing your purpose that's why we say in Genesis Life Center that you are not an accident waiting to happen but a destiny being fulfilled. Come on, church to everybody say, "Don't be double-minded." Come on, turn to somebody else say, "Stop second-guessing yourself." When you begin to doubt, you see that is the beginning of warfare. See, when elijah was facing the 400 prophets of baal he said before the lord whom i stand there was no debate if he was if he was standing before the presence of the lord you know this is so important that even jesus his identity was questioned the devil said if you are the son of god And what are are the things that make us second guess ourselves when things don't seem to be working out the way we want them to work out? I remember as a young man, I said by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be a millionaire. Right now I'm 29. The devil is a liar and so is his mother-in-law. When things don't work out the way you want it to work out you begin to doubt yourself Jesus was in the same boat he went up the mountain he was led by the Holy Spirit not by the devil he was led by the Holy Spirit to be tempted and what happened there was a situation he fasted and he was hungry I don't know about you but have you ever asked that question how did Jesus feed the 5,000 with a little bit of that and he could not, while he was hungry in the wilderness, provide food for himself. Some of the things that make us second-guess ourselves is God may have done some things in your life in the past and then all of a sudden when you need him to show up it looks like he's not there. We begin to second-guess ourselves. we begin to doubt. He says if you are the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. What Jesus when Jesus says man does not live by bread alone, what he was saying is that it doesn't change the plan of God. I want to announce to somebody whatever you're going through in life today still doesn't change the plan of God because all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, to them who are called, according to his purpose so the question is you begin to look at yourself what has God called you to do now when we talk about calling don't start going all crazy and start thinking oh I have to do this if you are called into entertainment you're fulfilling a call it's what you do with it if you are called to be a politician it's what you do with it the key thing is you are called to bring glory to the Lord Our existence is not to be famous all our existence is not to make money after all Solomon said it is vanity upon vanity but our existence is to bring glory Jesus is that men may see your good works and glorify our father who is, who is in heaven ladies and gentlemen you and I are a walking billboard advertising Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Number two. Knowing why you're on earth. I already answered that question. See, when you know your why, your what is simple and your how is easier. When you know why, a few years back, I remember preaching, and I played a clip on YouTube about a man singing and the man was was singing Amazing Grace you know and the man was singing Amazing Grace and he sang it well and then the host now told him your auntie that you're so close to has just died and you're called to sing this song in honor of this woman he sang that song and it was Way better than when he sang it in the first place. When you understand your why, your what and your how will be will be affected. Thank you, Jesus. How many have been blessed so far? Number three. Actually, just get me Ephesians chapter five. Start from verse 14 Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 14 and we're gonna go and end in verse 17 for this reason it says awake sleeper arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you keep going therefore so this is a continuation therefore be careful how you walk in other words the word walk how you live not as somebody who is unwise but men who are wise, keep going, making the most of your time because the days are evil. How do you make the most of your time? Go to verse 17. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Somebody say, understand times and seasons. You need to know what the will of the Lord is I've got news for you that God is not trying to hide his will from you the way it comes across is as if it's some hidden secret somewhere it's not a secret he says ask and it shall be given seek and you shall find knock and the door will be open unto you let's stop making let's stop complicating this stuff you just keep asking but when you ask you look out for the signs when you ask you look out for the side you You don't ask oh God I need to know what your will is have you noticed that David will always ask the Lord especially when he was in Ziklag when Ziklag was robbed he says Lord shall I pursue them the reason why the will of God is so important is that so that you know when you're running after lost causes and causes that are worthwhile Nine times out of ten because we live life on a mini 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 mo basis or a rock paper scissors basis Like by chance God as Christians God is deliberate And so when you know what the will of God is and I have news for you How you know the will of God before God will give you a specific word. He needs you to be faithful with the general word of God Everybody is looking for a prophecy and thus says the Lord. But meanwhile, the greatest prophecy you can have is in the word of God. I still remember the scripture that God gave me when I was about to marry my wife. There were certain things about her past which she has shared in her book. That i was very uncomfortable with and when god was going to speak to me i was praying hard and i was reading the bible now this is what i, I didn't do this with my bible and then read because a lot of people they just go like this and then they say oh let me read what that scripture says that's rubbish I was doing my morning devotion that that day I still remember it like yesterday apart from the fact that she was fine as she was cute as okay Jesus is Lord apart from the fact that she was fine you know God I was doing my devotion I was reading that scripture it says you do not pour new wine into an old bottle almost immediately I felt the Lord say to me, The old bottle is her past. This relationship is new wine. And glory be to God. This December is going to be 28 years. I'm glad I made that decision. so here's the thing you do not pour. Here's the thing when you know the will of God, you know what's a lost cause or what's not a lost cause. When you know the will of God, when people disappoint you, you know that God is at work. That these people are there to hold you back. So in the season, you need to seek what the will of God is. The worst thing we can do, because I believe God, by the end of this year, year, we will be celebrating the pandemic as as history the worst thing we can do is be celebrating and not know what the will of god is for the next move what is the will of god for your career decisions what is the will of god in your marriage what's the will of god in your calling what's the will of god in the location you're going David always inquired of the Lord. It wasn't just David who inquired of the Lord. You know what? De- uh, Isaac was waiting. It says, I'm at this age now. My wife has, is not pregnant. The Bible says, He inquired of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Know what the will of God is. Thank you, Jesus make the most of your time thank you Jesus thank you Lord the next thing which is like the first point that I made get me Isaiah chapter chapter 33 verse 6 Isaiah chapter 33 verse 6 and he will he will be the stability of Of your times a wealth of salvation wisdom and knowledge the fear of the Lord is his treasure can I tell you something this should be the number one point look for God look for God the fear of the Lord is his treasure he's talking about the person who fears the Lord it's a treasure you know most of the time when people are going through stuff the first thing they want to do is run away from god they keep blaming god but when before the problem happened they had nothing to do with god i've often said it like this when anything good happens to us luck gets the credit but when anything bad happens god gets the blame The fear of the Lord keeps you stable, it keeps you grounded. The Bible says, He who hears the word and does it is like the one who builds his house upon the rock. You know, he compared one who built his house upon the rock and one who built his house upon the sand. Something was coming. They both went through a storm in their life. But one remained standing this is the time to hold onto his unchanging hands it means getting into time of prayer it means studying the word it also means being a place of fellowship it means being a place where you're equipped for your season glory be to god I just want to read these things I was just reflected on seasons in life there's seasons of reflection seasons of building seasons of crisis season of renewal season of rebuilding season of suffering and a season of success I'm gonna read that one more time and you need to see what are you doing in whatever place you are are in the place of reflection are in the place of rebuilding you see when you when you look when you understand the season and the times the first thing you got to do is reflect on where you are look back looking back has two uh, uh, two consequences looking back sometimes can hold you bound we'll deal with that in a minute but when you look back you can thank God how far he's taken you from seasons of reflection of building of crisis of renewal rebuilding suffering and success I want to make this point and it's one of the most important points It's called forgive and forget See forgiveness is not a feeling Forgiveness is a decision Forgiveness is not of it's a decision the Bible says while we were yet sinners Christ died for us so for God so loved the world you see for God so loved the world that he gave his only because we were not even God was not we, if, God, if we go by God's feelings the way we were carrying on he didn't need to give his son and you guys better be glad that I wasn't God I mean imagine Jesus on the cross my son on the cross and you guys were stoning him and you guys were and people were stoning him oh man but Jesus says forgive them for they know not what they do you have to forget the past don't carry the mentality of the past into the future it's like pouring new wine into an old bottle and forgetting the past is an active thing that you do because in life the past will raise up its ugly head every time and you just have to put it back to where it belongs glory be to God forgive and forget i'm not saying it's not painful oh the pain is real but you like you'll be like jesus looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross despite he endured the pain yes it's painful but that pain will not last that pain will not last the worst thing you can do is stay in the same place. You need to understand when you're going around in circles. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, from verse 6 to 8, Moses said to them, You have stayed on this mountain long enough. The sons of the prophet said to Elisha, They said this place is too small you need to understand that where you are the past keeps you becoming a monument not a movement a monument always deals with the past up until the present but a movement keeps going from glory to glory how many are blessed by the word of God this morning I want to pray for somebody today I still feel that burden of healing some of us need to be healed and what I'm hearing in my spirit is a healing of the heart oh you can forgive anybody but it's you're finding it hard to forgive yourself how how did I ever get into this position how, wh- how did I allow it to happen what came over me? I believe God for a release for you today. You may have said to, myself, to yourself, if only I didn't make that mistake. You've got to let that go. All eyes closed. I'm just going to begin to pray for that. For whoever that is, whether you're online or with me right now, or in, in the sanctuary right now. Father, I pray, Lord, for your healing virtue to flow, your healing virtue to flow right now and begin to heal, inner healing right now, in the name of Jesus. Inner healing, inner healing, inner healing right now, Lord. I ask oh God your word says for your word according to Hebrew 4 verse 12 your word is sharper than a two edged sword to the dividing of the uh, uh, joint and marrow and even uh, spirit and, and soul glory be to God and it's a discerner of the intent of the heart I ask oh God at, with your word be that surgeon's scalpel right now and begin to heal that hurt right now begin to heal that hurt right now in the name of Jesus in the name Of Jesus, I speak soundness of mind to your spirit right now, soundness of mind to you right now, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I loose you of guilt, of shame right now. In the name of Jesus, I loose you of that guilt and of that shame. The blood of Jesus has taken care of it. The blood of Jesus has taken care of it. I loose you of that shame, of that guilt right now in the name of Jesus and finally I want to pray for somebody there's a hope for somebody who does not know Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior he is hope don't let anybody tell you any different he is hope And you can only find hope in him. There's no other place to go for hope. You've done it your way. How about try Jesus? Well, whether you're watching online right now, you've done it your way. How's it working out for you? Why don't you try Jesus? Listen, I want you to know right now, if you were the only one on earth, Jesus still would have died to you died for you and he died for you because you matter to him still all eyes closed just repeat this prayer after me can the congregation repeat with me to help those online say Lord Jesus I realize I am a sinner and I need a Savior Lord Jesus I believe that you died on the cross and rose up the third day, that my sins may be forgiven. Lord Jesus, I invite you into my heart and into my life. Be my Lord, be my Master. Thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you for accepting me as your child. In Jesus' name. Well, if you have made that decision, just let us know online genesislifecenter.com. I would. Be We would love to be in touch with you and help you grow in your faith. Uh, Glory be to God. And if you are close to a church, a Bible-believing church around you, just join that church and grow in your faith. And the best is yet to come. God bless you.
0: Thank you for joining our online church. To connect with us, please go to our website, genesislifecenter.com. Please follow us on social media. On Facebook, you can find us under Genesis Life Center. On YouTube, you can find us under Genesis Life Center 01. On Instagram, Genesis Life Center. And on Twitter, Genesis Life Cent. Thank you.